0: Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome into another episode of the To Be Frank Podcast. My name is Frank, your host, and thank you for taking a listen. Uh, So I hope everyone's having a great week so far. I'm sure everyone's ready for it to be over, uh, to get the weekend started, you know, kick back and relax, depending on when you listen to this. This has been a crazy week for sports. We got the divisional round of the playoffs. We got the Harden trade, national championship. I'm going to get into all that today. Um, I didn't really want to do too much of a full sports show, but I felt like this was going to be a pretty decent one and pretty much a good one to talk about nothing but sports. Cause like I said, there's been a lot going on just from, from Monday to today, uh, depending on when you listen to this and it's just, you know, I got to talk about it. You know what I mean? So the topics we're going to get into today, man, we're going to talk about Ohio State losing national championship like I predicted and expected, like everyone else did. We're gonna talk about the NFL divisional round playoffs, um, and James Harden. We're gonna end off with that because that's gonna be a that's gonna be a little longer discussion. Maybe, maybe not to most. So the first topic, man, we're gonna get into the national championship. Bama I mean, put a whooping on Ohio State. I mean, if anyone watched it, you knew it was over by the third quarter. Ohio State had one little last push at the beginning of the third quarter, and that was it. It wasn't even close. Which proves mine and a bunch of other people's points that they were overrated. They didn't belong there, like I said. I've been saying it from the beginning, they didn't belong there. They played a real football team. You know, Clemson was good this year, but they weren't Bama. And honestly, I think think Trevor Lawrence tanked that Sugar Bowl game, so he didn't get drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, but... That's a different top that's another topic for another time. And you know, honestly, it should have been by more points if the refs basically didn't give them one touchdown on a on a ticky tack pass interference call. And then another one, you know, if Mac Jones didn't fumble that ball early in the second quarter, you know, how state ended up coming back scoring off of that. So it honestly I think it should have been in the seventies because Bama pretty much, every time they got the ball, got into 30, 40 yard drives. And most of them ended in points. Like I said, a couple ended one ended in a that turnover. And then the rest pretty much were points from here on from there on out. I've been saying it. Ohio State didn't belong to they didn't belong there. They didn't. There was other teams that I think were worthy to put somewhat of a show on in the playoffs. I mean, let's be realistic here. After seeing what Bama did in the playoffs this year, I don't think anybody would have stood a chance. Nobody. I think A&M would have got a 70-piece. Some people were saying Cincinnati. Cincinnati would have got a you 50-70-piece also. Something like that. You saw what happened at Notre Dame. They weren't ready. They weren't ready to play a role football team. They thought they were, but they weren't. And then, obviously, Ohio State, they weren't ready. None of them. That's where I'm at with this game. I enjoyed watching it. It was beautiful coaching by Nick Saban. It was beautiful play calling by the offensive coordinator, who is now going to go be the head coach at UT. That's something exciting to look forward to. Because the past few years, Texas's offense has been really just Ellinger run and little dump passes so I'm excited to see them spread it out throw it hopefully I hope this national championship is somewhat of a little preview of what we're going to see next year at Texas I hope so I'm going to stick back to the national championship I want to know still to this day who put Ohio State in there they beat Clemson and they got ran by Bama. So that just shows you that they really didn't deserve to be there. I just, I can't keep saying it because it's annoying that they got to be there when, when other teams deserved it more. I don't want to talk too much on the national championship. I just wanted to say my, my little piece about it because I had to bring it up. Like I said, it's been a it's been a crazy week. We started off with that, and then we got the James Harden trade. So for those of you who don't know, James Harden is going to play in Brooklyn. He's going to go play with his best friend KD. Best friends. I was, I don't think I was just shocked to see him get traded. I don't. I, honestly, I don't think I was. Uh, I expected him to be traded sooner than what it was. But what he said after the game against the Lakers, when he said this team can't be fixed pretty much this year. He said, thanks and just got up and left. That right there told me that he was getting traded the next day. And sure enough, that's what happened. He got traded the next day to Brooklyn, which they got Karis Levert, two other guys. I don't feel like sounding their name out, but Karis Levert, they, Ended up trading him to Indiana for Victor Oladipo, so I'm pretty happy about that. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, I don't know how fun it is because that's not really where he wanted to go play, what I'm hearing now and reading. Uh, he didn't. There's still a team that he wants to go play with, so more than likely he's not going to sign any kind of extension with Houston or may not even make it to the All-Star break with Houston. They might try to deal him then too, so I wouldn't get too comfortable with Victor Oladipo there. Unless they just run off and win, like, 20 straight, and then I can see him staying. But other than that, nah, I think he may be gone by an all-star break, which I hope not. So, basically, that's the only person the Rockets lost. They traded Harden to Brooklyn and got three players and a shitload of draft picks. They got three draft picks and then four swaps in the next, like, four years. So, that's going to be pretty good. So, I hate the way he left. And when I say that, I hate the way he... I hate the way he kind of, like just half-ass played the last four or five games. Like, he was there, but he wasn't there. He was just like, eh, you know, I'll get my shots here and there, whatever. We win or lose, I don't care. I'm dipping out anyway. So, that's the that's, that's what I hate it, how he did it. I wish he would have just gotten traded before the season. That's what I wanted from the beginning. That's what I was hoping for, just to get the distraction out of the way because everyone knew it was going to be a distraction. So I don't see why they just didn't deal with it earlier. And honestly, they we probably could have got a better deal for him at the beginning of the season since everyone saw you know, how much weight he's gotten, how much he's been slacking off. So you know, more people would have known that people we could have got for him could have been a lot better. Because after the way they started seeing him playing, a lot of teams actually backed out. And Brooklyn was, I think, the only one that was still there. But, you know, they were able to take more people off the table for him. But, you know, I will... I will miss seeing him in a, in a Rockets uniform, honestly. I mean, he's been with us for the last almost 10 years, maybe. I know a lot of people are mad. You know, they hate him right now. But, you know, honestly, if it wasn't for him, you know, we wouldn't have been in the playoffs almost every year. I mean, he literally carried this team almost every year. I mean, yeah, I see people saying, you know, he wanted Dwight Howard. He got Dwight Howard. He didn't make it work. Well, not only that, Dwight Howard was injured a lot. And missed a lot of games. So it ended up just being Harden. Same thing with Chris Paul. Oh he wanted Chris Paul. We got Chris Paul. And he got rid of him. Well same thing with Chris Paul. He was hurt a lot. He missed countless games every season. He was with the Rockets. So it was just James Harden. So I could see him just being tired of getting superstars. And then just getting hurt. So that's why I think. He thought it was time. Which a part of me. Yes, it's mad, but the other part of me is kind of happy for him. I hope he goes on and wins. It's just like you know, Shaq said last night, if he doesn't win this year, it's a bust. And I agree because he wanted to go play with Kyrie. He wanted to go play with KD. We're just going to have to see what happens with that. But I am happy for this, this young Rockets team. They got a few rookies who can ball out. Christian Wood can ball out. I'm glad they kept P.J. Tucker. Solid defensive presence. You know, Macklemore, he can shoot it from anywhere. It's just going to be, it's going to take a lot of getting used to, to not seeing Harden out there anymore, to not seeing that number 13 out there. I mean, he was the second leading scorer for our team. Well, second, you know, in franchise history, I should say, behind Akeem Olajuwon. I think the only thing he didn't bring to Houston was the championship. Like I said, you know, he got an MVP here. He made, he got countless uh, scoring titles here. You know, he was, this system was fit for him to do that. And I just think that, like I said just a second ago, with everyone always getting hurt and it just having to be him carrying the load, I think he just got tired of it after a while. And I mean, I think after a while, anybody would. I mean, you can't blame him. He Like he said, he gave it all he did, all he had, every single year. I mean, he almost got us to the finals one year when he had to play the Warriors by himself pretty much in a seven-game series, and we lost in seven. I'm on I'm still on the edge about it. I like it that he left. I think he was the reason why Houston was slumping, so I think maybe they'll start pulling off some wins here. But then I'm going to miss seeing him every night play for Houston. I don't know, that's just that's how I feel about it. I know everyone probably feels different. Some people are mad, some people are glad he's gone. In a way, yes, I am glad he's gone, but in a way he did a lot for us. Helped us out a lot. I just hope, you know, John Juan, DeMarcus cousins can pick up that load. And now that we're getting Oladipo, if they can click and get some wins, maybe Oladipo will stay here, but people, a lot of people don't think he will. We'll have to see what goes on with that, man. So I'm going to end that topic there. I'm going to get into some NFL football, man. we got some good games coming on this week. The divisional round. We got the Rams at the Packers, the Ravens at the bills, the Browns at the chiefs and the bucks at the saints. So we got the the first game on Saturday, January 16th, is the Rams or the Packers. You know, it, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau, in the frozen tundra, in a playoff game. It's hard, it's hard to bet against him. He hasn't lost too many there. And he's going to, if they win, I mean, he, they're going to have multiple playoff games there. This one and next one if they win, which I think they will. Because the Rams, they don't have anything figured out offensively. They beat a highly mediocre Seattle Seahawks, who offense basically just revolved around DJ Metcalf, Metcalf, however you say his last name. And, I mean, the Rams, they put a whooping on them. I I don't think, yes, their defense is okay with Aaron Donald. You know, you can't go wrong with him. But I don't think their defense is as great as everyone make it makes it seem. I just think they played a highly mediocre Seattle Seahawks offense that didn't really move the ball because they haven't really moved the ball at all since they went to the since they were in, you know, the fourth game in the season where everyone thought that they were gonna win the Super Bowl and Russell Wilson was gonna win MVP. You know, they they did win games, yes, but they weren't blowing anybody out. They were barely winning games, so I don't think that Rams playoff win was credible. Now, if they beat the Packers, then they're for real. I don't see that happening, though. I don't see them going up to the frozen tundra and beating Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the, the man, you know what he does every year in the season. so And mostly in the postseason also. He can put up some numbers, and I think he will. Not only that, they finally have a good running game, so I think the Packers win that by at least two touchdowns. Don't don't judge me if I'm wrong, and they win by it just a little bit, because I wouldn't be surprised either if the Rams do make it a ball game. The next game they have on Saturday is the Ravens and the Bills. So we got the Ravens with a running back as a quarterback who runs for more yards than he passes. And he's highly predictable on every play when you know he's gonna run against the Bills, who have a solid, stout defense. I think the Bills win that game. I think they shut Lamar Jackson down, and you finally see that the Ravens are overrated like they are every year. I think they need a real quarterback, or they need to cut down Lamar Jackson's running and try to get him to be more of a passer, but everyone knows he's not a great passer, so that's hard to do. But I think the Bills win this game easily, I I give them, I give them like, I'll say they win by 13 points. I think they blow them out most of the game and the Ravens come back at the end and get a lot of garbage, a lot of cleanup time points. But that one too, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out to be a a good ball game, but me personally, I just think it's going to be a blowout. I think they'll shut the Ravens offense down. I could be wrong. I hope I'm not. I think the Bills win. Now, the game that I'm waiting for is on Sunday against the Chiefs. The main, I'm sorry, the Chiefs and the Browns. So I've been saying for the past three or four years that I think that the Browns are just a couple of people away from making some noise in the playoffs. I said that the year before they, made, they drafted Baker Mayfield, and I said if they can draft Baker Mayfield, uh, not specifically him, but if they can draft a decent quarterback and they can get some decent receivers, to go over there I think they can make some noise in the playoffs because they've always had a good defense the past you know four or five years I'm not gonna say great but they've had a pretty decent defense that if they they've had some offensive power they probably could have won some games the past few years which they did I think they went what eight and not eight and eight I think they went seven and nine last year and the year before that they won like six games so I mean there's a lot of games down there that they could have won if they would have just had some defense decent offense. And now they do. The last time the, the, the Browns made the playoffs was in 2002. They lost to the Steelers. The last time they got a playoff win was 1994. They beat the New England Patriots. That was 27 years ago. They beat the Patriots, and they ended up losing to the Steelers in the division around. So I think they're they're finally glad that they can finally beat the Steelers in a playoff game. Which I called, by the way. I, I called it. I said the Browns would beat the Steelers. I didn't predict that blowout, though, but I think they had beat them. So, me personally, I think that will be a really great game. As most of you know, the last time Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes played each other, I believe, was in college with uh, Baker Mayfield at OU and Patrick Mahomes at Tech. And the Brown, I mean, I'm sorry, the OU won that game by a few points. But I think the final score was like 60-something to 50-something. It was a crazy game. It was a straight shootout. No defense at all. They shouldn't even have just let the defense on the field. They should have just let offense just honestly just throw it back and forth because that's what that game was like. There was no defense at all. I don't think it'll be like that. I think it'll be more of a lower scoring game. Maybe in the 20s, maybe low 30s, maybe. It's, it's hard to bet, bet against Patrick Mahomes at home. I think the Chiefs will win. Barely. I don't think they'll win by a lot. I don't know. I think the Chiefs offense is hit or miss. I say that because there was a lot of games where the Chiefs have barely won. And Patrick Mahomes is running like a chicken with his head cut off most of the time. If the Browns can play some solid defense and not turn the football over. And Nick Chubb can have over 100 yards rushing. I think the Browns can upset them. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win. But I would not be surprised at all if the Browns win. I'm not. Like I said, it's hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I want to. But if I really were a betting man, I'd put my money on Kansas City. But my gut is telling me Cleveland. And I hope Cleveland wins. I'm tired of them. I'm sure they're tired of it, too. of getting talked down to the last, you know, 20 years about being one of the worst teams of football. I think it's time they upset one of the best teams in football you know an old-fashioned David versus Goliath match I don't know if many people see it like that but I do I don't think the Browns are going to be the Browns anymore I think the Browns are going to be for real for the next three or four years the last game the History Channel special event the Bucks versus the Saints Tom Brady versus Drew Brees I'm excited for that game because that may be Drew Brees. I'm excited and not excited because that may be Drew Brees' last game that we ever get to see him play. I mean, even if you're not a Saints fan, you admire Drew Brees for everything he's done in the NFL. And then, of course, there's Tom Brady. Everybody, well, I mean, nah. <laughs> not everybody, but most people lo- love Tom Brady. And it's hard not to. I'm excited to see the Bucks and the Saints because I... I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a good offensive, big offensive shootout. I think it'll be a more of a defensive game. You know, the the Bucks, they barely beat the team with no name. They barely beat them. I say barely. I mean, yeah, I think they beat them by like a touchdown or so, and they let they let a, a kid from who knows where who's been on who knows how many teams and wasn't even in the NFL come back and almost beat them. So how can you sit here and say that they're going to blow the saints out? Cause you're actually playing a real quarterback. I mean, you saw what drew Brees did to the bears. The first three quarters were very sloppy, but the fourth quarter, they ended up putting up 24 on them, I think. So you see, where I'm be going with this, I think the Saints win. They knock Tom Brady out. I don't think Tom Brady is ready for actual NFC teams. He's always had almost a cakewalk through the AFC. So this is his first NFC test. I don't think it goes well. Drew Brees, I think he wins his last game in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. And he takes his game to Lambeau next week. I'm going to call it here. I hope I'm not wrong. Those are just my points where I think, or who I think wins, I'm sorry, who I think wins this coming week. So I say here I got Packers beating the Rams, the Bills beating the Ravens, the Chiefs beating the Browns, and the Saints beating the Bucks. It's going to be a great weekend of football. I can't wait. I'm excited. I've always, I love just sitting there watching it all day and I'm ready for it. So that's my show today, guys. So remember, I am on Spotify. Check my podcasts out on iTunes. It's on Apple now. Please go check it out. Go subscribe on there. Uh, leave me a rating. Please give me five stars. That'd be great. I'd be really much appreciated. So I want to thank everybody for listening. And I hope everybody has a great rest of the week and I'll talk to y'all next time.